Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode number three of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I have my friend Lucas here with me. Lucas, what's up, man? Hanging out. Got some got some good stuff today, I oh, think, yeah. especially the A-B drama. I'm excited for that. Oh, my gosh, this A-B drama. Don't even get me started on that mess. It's ridiculous. Okay, but uh, before we start our show, we do want to uh, take a moment and recognize uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver coach Daryl Drake died early Sunday morning. He was 62 years old, so our thoughts and prayers are out there with the Steelers organization, of course, with his family and all of his loved ones. So you hate to see that, man. Yeah, tough scenes. Yeah, not fun, not fun. But um, anyway, let's move into some, move into our kind of our hot takes for the week. Lucas, I hear hey, what's going on with AB. All right, this man is a clown. Okay, that's all he is. He's a clown. So yeah. So you know all the everyone knows all the drama from the Steelers, obviously, right? On the mm-hmm, whole, mm-hmm. him and Big Ben were getting into it, all that stuff. He quit on the team, right? Uh, I think their last game was against the Bengals. Didn't even play. So, <clears throat> anyways, fast forward, he gets his new contract, and now he has gone and gotten his – he's got frostbite on his feet, first off, okay? That's like as a wide receiver. Your most important things are your legs and your hands, and he has just messed up his feet. So, he's considered day-to-day with that. They don't really know how that's going to go. Uh, the way yeah. I understand it is he, like, didn't wear his equipment right, like his protective gear. Um, but, I mean, he was trying to do something good for himself. Like, he was trying to get treated. But this man was literally in Paris, okay? Yeah. So, Dude. Anyways. So, like, the Raiders initially kind of made it seem like that was uh, – that's why he wasn't showing up. So, this whole training camp, uh, Antonio Brown has practiced twice. Right. Wow. That's and it. I mean, like, yeah, just twice. And so you think, well, it's Antonio Brown. It's not a big deal. Well, he's going to a new offense, right? Mm-hmm. New quarterback and new coach. And I just feel like he needs to build that stuff up with him. Like, yeah, he can run any route you want him to, but he's got to know when a play is called, what route that is. Also, he needs to be up to game speed. For like, sure. For sure. He's got to get back. He's going to be in shape. Yeah, he's got to yeah. get back into game speed. You know, like, I know he's not being able to run as much as he wants to do. I want, uh, I was watching the Hard Knocks episode this past week, and he, he was talking about, and him and the coach were talking about, yeah, he really wants to get out there. He really wants to hit it. But he's just not able to um, do as much as he wants to do. And they're afraid that if he, he wants Antonio Brown goes and he goes full speed, that he's not going to be able to bring it back down. And then he's going to really mess up his foot and then be out for longer than he needs to. Um, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, it's, it's just crazy, man. He's like, think about it. He's got to learn new terminology. He's got to learn, like you said, a brand new offense. He's got new personnel, a new quarterback with a different throwing style, a completely different organization, a new city. Like you would think that he would, uh, try and be out there as much as possible, but no, we have some more stuff that's going on here with Mr. Antonio Brown. Right. And we're, we're going to keep, we're going to do all this stuff in order. Let's do right? it. Okay. Okay. So walk me through it. So like, so he comes, he comes to the Raiders and something, uh, something Gruden said, and he really bragged on AB about was, you know, that he, he was like, you know, he's super talented, all that usual stuff. But he said, uh, he said he told all of his receivers that if you get a chance to watch him in practice, you'll see that he is the hardest working man in football. All right. Yeah. Let's just take a moment. All right, you're you're saying that this player is the hardest working, like practices the most, does the most out of the whole NFL. I feel like that's a lot. You, think you so? got Tom Brady, like you got you got Tom Brady out here who literally his whole lifestyle is based around him being able to play football until he's like eighty gazillion years old. Okay. Yeah. So so I feel like like I feel like that's a big thing to say, and now he just looks like a clown because Antonio Brown has practiced twice. And this whole helmet thing has come out. Oh, yeah. Right? Don't even get me started on the helmet thing, man. How ridiculous so, is that? Yeah, so this is this is what happened. Last year, the NFL came to the players and the Players Association and everything, and mm-hmm. they told them, they were like, okay, it is time. You know, the all the concussions and stuff, you know, the NFL doesn't want to deal with that. They're trying to improve the safety of helmets. And they came to them, they were like, this is our, these are our plans. Mm-hmm. here's a list of helmets that you can use. And they said, 
we're going put this in action now, but you have a whole grace period. So last season was a grace period. They had a one-year grace period to wear their helmets, find a helmet they like. Yeah. So last year, there were only 32 players that wore band helmets. Everyone else in the NFL wore the correct helmets. There's 32 players that decided to use their own helmet for the year, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So no one no one in the NFL Players Association, none of the pro players said anything bad about it. We got Tom Brady. I'm going to use him again. Like He was one of the players that wore his old helmet, and this year he's wearing the new helmet. Okay? Yes. There's 34 helmet models that are approved, and Antonio Brown cannot find one. Apparently, it is just impossible for him to find one that he likes. And he said that they protrude out and interfere with his vision. Okay, well, that is one player out of the whole NFL that says something's wrong. With yeah. So, like, part of me part of me thinks that he's just kind of, he's just having a problem to have a problem. Because this dude has gone in, mm-hmm. and he is so upset about it that he is literally arguing with coaches in, in OTAs. So this has been going on for a while, right? The Raiders just been kind of covering all this stuff up. Right. So during OTAs is when this all started, and he was arguing with coaches. He stormed out of meetings and left practices. And I'm just like, like, you know, you have to do it. Everyone else has to do it. And this man has said he is going to retire from the NFL because he doesn't need the game. The game needs him. And if the NFL isn't going to play by his rules – then he doesn't want to play. What? Dude, what? What an overreaction! Okay, to look, a there's helmet. no one. There's no one in the world that the NFL plays by their rules, right? Like the yeah, NFL that, that's number one. Is yeah, they make their own rules. They they do whatever they want. Is the NFL? Like yes. this is hugely popular. Crazy. Dude, oh my gosh! Why? This is what I'm. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Maybe you have a point here with this whole. With AB just causing trouble, just to cause trouble, like who really threatens retirement over a helmet? No one else. Like, like how? Like I don't think that's ever been done. And, and, and like you just said, they've had this helmet for a while. Like they agreed. Like hey, this this they they agree that okay, we're we're, we're putting in new new measures. We're going to try and help reduce the effects of concussions and CTE damage, and and, and give this new helmet and give this a shot. And everybody agreed to it, but here comes Mr. Antonio Brown saying, nope, I want my old helmet, or I'm not playing. Well, I guess you're not playing then, Antonio Brown, because <clears throat> this is the helmet that everyone agreed upon using, and this is the helmet that the NFL is using. So if you want to play in the NFL, you're going to have to have that helmet. You think he's just so being like, a diva just to be a diva? Like, is he trying to – my theory is he's just trying to distract people because, like, he has people, like, uh, upset with him or making fun of him because he – isn't practicing because of cryotherapy. Do you think he's just trying to like distract them with something else? I mean, maybe, but, but like the dude literally, like it looks way better. If you're like, I'm day to day, I'm missing practice right now because I tried to do something good for my body and got hurt. Right. I think that sounds way better than saying I'm pissed off about my helmet and I'm going to quit on my team again. And I'm supposed to be, according to my head coach, who now looks like a clown because he told everyone in the world that I'm the hardest working NFL football player. Man, like he just. But but so so like get this. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so check check my math here. I hope I'm right. All right. All there's right. 32 NFL teams, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's 53 players on the final roster. Yeah. And you're allowed a five-player practice squad. Right. Okay, that's 58 for every 32 team. Okay. Yes. All right, yes. So 58 times 32 is 1,856. <clears throat> okay. So you were telling me... Sounds right. There are 1,900 people that are okay with this. Like, they're, they're not saying anything. They're not threatening to retire. But this one man who says the NFL has played by his rules yeah. is upset about it. Man, there's a title of an ESPN article that I have open right now, and it starts with, in bold, it says, this can't be real. Then it goes <laughs> into, oh, but it is. It's uh, Kevin Seifer from NFL Nation, credit to him for this article. But he's talking about the, the Antonio Brown helmet situation. He's like, this can't be real. Like I, When you first texted me this, I was like, ha ha, yeah, whatever, dude. There's no way. 
right. then you're like, no, it's serious. Go look <laughs> at this. And I, I go and I go and I do some research. And I look, I'm like, wait, he's actually serious. Antonio Brown is actually threatening to leave football forever if Bro. he doesn't get his his, his helmet. He like, is so serious re- about this. Like this dude is literally a clown. Like he, <clears throat> excuse me, he literally was taking his old helmet. All right, his so the helmet he wants to use is yeah. like over ten years old. The Jeez. company doesn't even make them anymore. All right, wow. the NFL doesn't accept any helmet that is over ten years old or ten years or old or something like that now. Yeah. Um, and so he took his old helmet and had it painted. In the Raiders style, like, so that he could sneak it into practice. Oh, my and then, gosh. Uh, the NFL says you're not even allowed, like, you can't have it in the locker room. They don't want it anywhere because they don't want people sneaking it on there. Right. Someone get a concussion and then sue the NFL because they didn't enforce their helmet policy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Jeez. What? Like, uh, I guess in his, he says it's because it impairs his vision on the field. Is these new helmets, but there's so, but like you said, there's 19 other 1900 other players out there, a lot of them receivers, and they're not complaining about this, at least not publicly. You know, like this, mm-hmm. I, how ridiculous is this? Oh my gosh, AB, get, get it together, man. Jeez, just play the game. You're getting played, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play, right? I, I get like it wasn't the best choice for him to go to the Raiders. I think he should have stayed with Pittsburgh. Because I really do think that he's going to miss Big Ben. And Big Ben has that deep arc throwing style, right? He led the league in 25-plus yard completions throughout the past, I think, of six years. And guess what? Antonio Brown leads the league in 25-plus yard receptions over the past how many years? Six. And, yep. you know, Antonio Brown, he's really going to miss that style that Big Ben has. I'm not saying Derek Carr's bad. I'm not saying he's a horrible quarterback. But he, it's it's different. You know, and you become accustomed to a certain style and a certain and, and is playing a certain way. And Antonio Brown doesn't have Juju anymore, taking away some of the coverage. He doesn't have James Conner, right, with a threat down the middle. Now we will see how the Oakland, uh, how Oakland's their new uh, comp- compilation of first round picks plays, but it doesn't seem. I can at least say this: they don't have the same pieces that Antonio Brown did in Pittsburgh. Right. Sure. Is that that's fair to say? Yeah. For so sure. it's it, a lot of this falls on Antonio Brown. Is he going to be a bigger target? Absolutely. He's going to be the number one go to. But first, he's got to get on the field. and He's got to put a helmet on. This is just ridiculous. I, 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 I get the cryotherapy thing. Right. You're going you're trying to make yourself better. You know, he didn't present it in the best of ways. But he's trying to make himself better. He's trying to heal his body in, in, in a different way and be ready to go. But. Come on, man! You forget to put on protection for your feet, and now you're not wanting to put on a helmet. It's, yeah, I'm so tired now, of the shenanigans. Now he's, just, now he's just like, he's this little, he's this little girl, all right, that's yeah. off in the corner of the room, and he's pouting. He won't even talk to the team, Jackson. This wait, man, wait, he stopped communications with the team. He's gone dark. <laughs> that's what. That's oh what, uh, my gosh! According to uh, one of the, a reporter asked a uh, asked one of the players on the Raiders, and he said that he had gone dark. Wasn't talking to the team. Oh my gosh! Okay, I can't wait for this week's Hard Knocks episode. At the time of recording, uh, the Hard Knocks episode hasn't come out yet, but um, this will be uploaded after the Hard Knocks thing. What? What is your prediction and I, of of what the, these guys are going to say during that episode? Well, so Gruden came out uh, fairly recently, and he said mm-hmm. that they are the Porton AB. They're behind him all the way. Uh, he didn't take a stance against the NFL. In regards to the the helmet rule, but he did, uh, you know, he he still like supported uh, AB's one to do that, right? But he was like, he's, yeah. I think we're I think we're gonna have him, and he's gonna contribute to the Raiders for years to come. Well, he's gonna contribute a lot of drama, yeah. And you're gonna get, in my opinion, uh, I think you're gonna get the downside of AB, right? You're you're not gonna get AB that goes out and dominates and wins you a game with 232 yards and two touchdowns yeah. right right like I, I don't think you're gonna get that ab he might win um, you a game he might win you two but um with, with ab this year he's not going to be the best receiver in the league uh, but is he but i think he'll still stay top five i think he'll hover around there 
I think he's going to have a good year. But first, he's got to get on the field. So exactly. what we're talking about now is really kind of pointless until he gets on the field. Oh, my gosh, Antonio Brown. Jesus, man, why you got to be such a diva? Okay, moving on here. More of our hot takes. Uh, Zeke, Zeke watch. I, I grow ever more weary, Lucas, as another week <laughs> passes. As another week passes. Do you have any news for about Zeke? Um, so last time we talked about him, uh, we're basically just kind of upset with him and stuff. But yeah, so there are rumors that <clears throat> apparently uh, the Cowboys have offered Dak, Zeke, and Cooper all contracts to make them top five at their position. Okay, now this rumor, yes, uh, this rumor isn't exactly like brand new today. Right. This is uh, right. This has come out in between the last week since we recorded the last episode. Sure. And uh, I mean, you know, you've had he's had at least five days to like for them to say that they're close to an agreement or whatever. But oh, I'm yeah. still I'm still hearing reports that they're not. And so apparently that's not enough for him. Um, but Jerry Jones did come out this uh, either today or last night after after y'all's game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, came out and said that he is confident that uh, Pollard can be the number one running back for Dallas until Zeke returned. Oh, man. He said, uh, yeah, his quote is, uh, I certainly thought he had a good account of himself. He looks mm-hmm. confident out there. We know he's uh, understanding of what he does and what he can do. We've seen him do it, and we know what he's capable of if he really needs to do that stuff. If he needs to carry the load, then he can. Oh, All right, that's so a, That's a big statement. Yeah, so I mean, you got uh, from what I've seen of him, he seems to be uh, he's a faster, he's like a like a Darren Sproles, you know. That, that's yeah, kind of like the like you know, he's squirmy, like a squirmy back. Yeah, so you, I mean, you got him, and then you've got Alfred Morris. Yeah. So I mean, like you could do a one-two punch, and in theory, it's not gonna like you're not gonna have Zeke, but can he? Can they get you through the first half of the season till Zeke comes around? Like, I think so. I think so, too. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We'd love to have Zeke. Uh, but if we can't have him, then it's nice to know about about Mr. Pollard and about uh, Alfred Morris. Um, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the game. I was traveling back from, from Houston. But um, I, uh, I really enjoyed um, uh, hearing and watching some of the highlights from uh, from that game. Dak looked pretty good. Cowboys offense as a whole looked all right. Didn't get the touchdown on the first drive. We're able to get a couple field goals going. Um, unfortunately, lost the entire game, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, man, I'd love to have Zeke, but if, if he's not going to be back, then I'm glad we have somebody, uh, a good backup. Um, I'm curious to see how he does in the beginning of the season. Uh, Stephen Jones said in a statement, uh, last Tuesday, he said he doesn't expect to sign Zeke before training camp ends. He said, I, I don't see anything happening. I don't see any momentum. That's words from Stephen Jones. Um, so if we're not going to have him by the end of training camp, that tells me we're probably not going to have him from week one. That probably also tells me that he's really committed to holding out. And that's unfortunate, man, because like with, with a cooperative Zeke and a productive Zeke, the, the sky's kind of the limit with this Cowboys team. I mean, what, what do you think? Uh, for sure. Okay. Like, in my opinion, if Zeke comes out day one, mm-hmm. right, uh, I think y'all can really get some good momentum going. Yeah. Uh, I don't, like, I don't have y'all's schedule in front of me, but I think y'all have the potential to be in the Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah, I think we like, could go think, 10 and 6, 11 and 5 if we, if we play like how I think we can play. We have that potential. Right. And it's like, and I'm not saying y'all are, a Super Bowl team, but you have the potential right. to make it into the Super Bowl. Cause like, you know, you go in and let's say you make the playoffs and you beat a, a green Bay mm-hmm. or a Ram, right. Or a or Saint. Minnesota. Yeah. Like, like you, you strike up some luck and you get by those guys. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I, you know, I definitely think with a cooperative Zeke will be in a, we would be in a better position come the playoffs having a better record with him. Now, I, now we do start, we start with New York and then we have Washington. Um, and then we have uh, New Orleans. And then I believe it's Miami. 
So those three games, even without Zeke, I think there's three games we can win. New Orleans is going to be a little bit harder, um, but we kind of got lucky with our schedule here at the beginning. Um, that yeah. being said, the the opposite of that is that really would have been nice getting Zeke week one and getting him into game speed with the easier schedule the first couple weeks and getting him into midseason form quick. And that way we could have a potentially better record with him later on down the line. And, you know, maybe that if we do end up having a home game, then that would that would help us win uh win the round one in the playoffs and move on. But man, I don't I don't know, man. I'm just I keep getting disgruntled and disheartened by this Zeke situation. I'll say it before I say it again. He jumped his spot in line. There's other people ahead of him. He has two years left on his contract. I understand the reasons why. I understand he wants to get his and get paid. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a a, a, a big uh, payday because I think he does. He's led the league for two, his, uh, two of the past three years. He would have led it three straight if he didn't get suspended. But that being said, he did get suspended. He's had some off-the-field issues. We're, we're having this stuff with this holdout. And right now he really is kind of hurting his image in the hearts of Cowboys fans. And I really wouldn't be surprised if – he isn't as welcomed when he comes back. Um, actually, tell you what, no, I, I, I would be surprised if he, if he isn't because Zeke could easily come back and have a 150-yard game and everybody's going to forgive him and he's fine. But, sure. you know, um, I, I'll say it right now. Cowboy fans are more open to trading him now than they've ever been before because we could get a haul for him because he's worth a lot right now and it could be Herschel Walker 2.0, but obviously we'd love to have him. It's just it, it's up to him at this point, you know. Right. He jumped his spot line. I think the NFL is gonna have to do something, man. You gotta do something about all these holdouts. Like, it's really I don't, annoying. Like I understand, like the players want to get theirs and stuff, yeah. but but you signed a contract. Exactly. Like you sign a contract. Like I don't understand how yeah. you can sign a contract. Like, like you know, if I if I hire a company to come install, I'll just do something stupid like a, a bathtub right i, I yeah. hire I hire a company to come install a bathtub in my house yes they have to come they they have to come install they, it or give you your money back yeah they right they like have to they have to do the work you can't just ah well i don't feel like coming today you i don't know, feel like I'll, coming today i feel like you owe me more money before i step foot in that house wait yeah. really like really like what well, i know i know last week that we agreed that i would install four bathtubs mm-hmm. right and I, and I would do all that next week but instead i think uh i want you to pay me some more and i'm only going to install two and it's yeah. just like like it's not life doesn't work know. that way yeah you know and you well, I, there's got to be some kind of and i know that the longer he holds out like he's losing his game day checks right each time he holds out like he's not getting that money so I do know, like, there is some repercussion there, but I mean, at some point, Zeke's got to think about, all right, even if he does hold out this entire year, he still has another year on his contract. He can't just leave and go into free agency. Can like, he not? He, he, he just has to, he, can he what? Wouldn't he, wouldn't he though? Like, if, if he just held out for the whole year, wouldn't he be? No, he has two he... years, he has two years left. We still have his rights. I know, but doesn't that I I want to say if you hold out for a year like that, like you the team has an option to let go of you or something, or you have an option to leave and test free agency. I don't think so. I think it, it, there's a penalty. There's actually uh, because he didn't show up by a certain date, he hurt a year of free agent eligibility. So I don't oh, know. Yeah, even, even if he even if he does that, like say he sits out this whole year. Let's say let's say like the free in, in your in your case that it works. And that he sits out for an entire year and can be a free agent. I think because he sat out, it's restricted. Um, but no, but he still has two years left on his contract. I don't think he can. He can't do that. You know, it's one thing if you have a, a you're you're ending on a contract year, you leave and then you try and try and get into free agency that way. It's like, all right, well, you just forfeited your entire year's worth of salary. We're not going to pay you that. It's ours. It's not yours. You didn't show up to work. Um, go to free agency. Bye bye. Uh, but he still has a whole another year left, so that's why he's I think. No power then. Yeah, that's why I'm. Th- that's why I'm saying, like, dude, like, he's really gambling doing? for the moon here. I, well, I just want to know, like, what are you doing? He's gambling that Jerry Jones, because Jerry Jones is it's unfortunate, but his 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 life window is uh, 
not as once open as it once was, right? So Jerry Jones' window to win a Super Bowl is very narrow, okay? He has a team that, like we said, is not guaranteed to win the Super Bowl, is not guaranteed to get there, not even guaranteed to make the playoffs, but he has a pretty good team here. He's betting that Jerry Jones is going to fold because he because Jerry sees an opportunity for this team to go far. And he's betting that because Jason Witten came back and Jason sees something in this team, that Dak has a new offense with Kellen Moore, that they're going to need him and need him in place to make a run at a championship. But if he, if other running backs are producing and Zeke's got his, he's still two, he's got two years left on his contract. He's, he's going to run out of ammo real fast. What's really going to happen is game one. If Pollard comes out and has a hundred yard game, Zeke's back the next week. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause he's already, like we said in the last time, like he's already snooping around on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's seeing, he's seeing this other stuff. He's seeing what they're doing. Yeah. He knows what's going on. And I mean, Stephen Jones saying these things, Jerry Jones saying, we really believe in Pollard. We know we're backing him up. He's looking good out there. Like it is, this is negotiation through media, right? Zeke decided to go to Cabo and not to show up to work <laughs> and, and not to talk to them. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but I just continue to cry when, when this is not, is not settled. It could be, it's so easy. You know, if you're going to, if, if the reports are true and you're going to be paid top five in your position, I'd say take the money and just go. But again, that's me. I'm not a, I'm not a leading rusher in the NFL. So I mean, what do, what do I know? Um, okay, there's some Zeke stuff. Um, with Mr. Tony Pollard uh, performing <laughs> pretty well <laughs> with the 49ers. Uh, I guess we can give a, a quick rundown of the injuries. Oh well, real quick, I do want to say uh, apparently the 49ers wide receivers looked really good. Um, I, I know it's preseason, and you're not exactly playing against like all the starters and everything the whole game. But I think yeah. if you got, you know, they got Jimmy G coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're scary. Is it, is it is his name McKinnon? Is that their halfback that yeah. throws ACL? Jared McKinnon, uh, I think. Yeah, I think that's his name. So like he's he's coming back. He's supposed to be good. Um, he's had some knee issues. They drafted Nick Bosa, right? You gonna Nick have Bosa's a pass rush? Scary rug. Nick Bosa, scary man. And if you have Two wide receivers. They said two of them shined, the, the two they drafted this year. And then the year before that, they drafted uh, Pettis. Pettis? Mm-hmm. They did. Anyways, uh, he's supposed to be their number one wide receiver. So, like, I mean, if you if you got some weapons for Jimmy G, plus you got Kittle tied in. 49ers could be very, very sneaky and uh, a very uh, kind of an under-the-radar dark horse team in the NFC West. Um, they are my dark horse team. I, yeah, I think I think, I think there's potential. a good chance they can win their division, honestly. Yeah, especially if the Rams are continuing to have issues with their um, with their offensive line. I mean, they lost to the Raiders, and the Raiders didn't have AB again. I know it's just it's just a preseason game; it doesn't mean much. Everybody's playing very vanilla. You know, they're not doing a whole lot of formations. They're not doing you know doing a whole lot of uh, sweeps and and um, and motions. You know, the defense is very vanilla. It's really it's really cover two or single high. Not a whole lot of mixing and matching, not a lot of blitzing. Uh, just to kind of get the rookies and get everybody's feet wet. Everybody understands, especially in week one, not a huge deal. But the Rams did lose week one to the Raiders, and um, San Francisco looked very strong. Um, I'm, hey, I'm, man, the, what's up? I'm sorry. You're good. So, uh, I was going to say, by the way, I just I want to touch up on the fact that the Tennessee Titans preseason offense in the first game looked better than our offense did the whole time last year. Dude. Right, we played the Eagles. Yes, and and Matt Lafleur. I okay. I had so many problems with Matt Lafleur's play calling last year, mm-hmm. and this dude was an offensive play caller with zero success. Yes, right. We piggybacked on the defense all year, mm-hmm. and and just like. Now he's the head coach with the Packers. And I just do yeah. not – ooh, I do not think they're going to – I think Aaron Rodgers and him are going to get into it. I do not like that pairing at all. I think that was a very unwise choice by the management of the Packers. Yeah, I mean, we can only hope for good things with, with Aaron Rodgers. I think because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and I still think he's going to have a good year, a top five year. Um, oh, for sure. You know, I, but 
I but they already are butting heads. I mean, did you did you see that the other day? Um, Aaron Rodgers said publicly, he's like, you know, I don't really know why we have these joint practices. It seems like a waste of time, in my, in my opinion. Like, it's, <laughs> this is, it's, I think he said this is just stupid. He said that wow. in public, like to the reporters. Like, it's like I don't know what we're what are we doing with these drills, man. I mean, honestly, like he's I mean, just. <laughs> I think the idea. I like the joint practices. Um, yeah. Because during this time, Jackson, like your your wide receivers and your cornerbacks have gone against each other so much. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's just it's going to get another it's to look. the point. Yeah, it's to the point where like they need they need to go against some other people. So I, I like that. I don't have. But a when it comes it. to the run game mm-hmm. and and like the quarterbacks, really, like I, the joint practices are kind of useless. Yeah, I, the only the only thing I see beneficial is the wide wide receivers getting a different matchup. Maybe the O line and D line, you know, going through some drills. Yeah, I see your point. Um, yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that relationship continues to flourish over there in Green Bay. I hope it does. I really do. Did hope you it just? Does. Did you do that, Matt Lafleur? Flourish? Did you do that on purpose? Um, definitely not. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm just. I was. <laughs> yeah. Go on. <laughs> Speaking of the Titans, uh, uh, their uh, leading rusher, running back Derrick Henry, uh, have a, has a calf injury. He's working out on the side. For Titans practice this past Sunday, um, so hopefully he's uh, he's back enough to speed pretty quick. Um, going over some kind of the uh, bigger injuries here. Colt McCoy was ruled out for last Thursday's game, um, so hopefully he gets back into the swing of things. They lost; they got destroyed by Cleveland. Um, uh, side note: um, <clears throat> Case Keenum and um, my gosh, why am I blanking on this guy's name? Dwayne Haskins did not have that great of a showing. Uh, Dwayne, ha- <laughs> Dwayne Haskins threw two interceptions in the first half. Yeah, we'll get to the the rookie QB show here in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Devontae Davis, cornerback for Seattle, um, he has now been uh, put to injured reserve um, for Seattle, so that is definitely not good. Uh, Geno Smith is having a cyst removed from his knee. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, ah, Jarek, not Jared, Jarek McKinnon, uh, dealing with some soreness in his knee, but he should be good to go. Um, yeah, Nick he's Bo- getting PRP. Yeah, Nick Bosa um, had a significant ankle sprain, didn't play in the uh, preseason opener, but um, they looked at, they're, they're being pretty cautious with him. They're hoping to have him back, definitely. Um, should be back by week three, but hopefully he'll definitely be back by week one. Uh, preseason? Week three? Preseason week three, yeah. That's what they're oh, hoping okay. to have him back at. Um, but it just depends on on, uh, on how how bad that ankle sprain is. It is listed as significant. So hopefully he gets back into the swing mm-hmm. of things pretty soon. Um, Joe Hayden, corner for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, suffered an injury during uh, Wednesday's practice. Left the field on a cart. We're waiting for more news from him. Um See what else is going on. Antonio Brown, obviously, he, he's got a, he's got a helmet issue. Uh, no one knows when he'll yeah. return. Yeah, that's what it needs to be. It needs to be on there as helmet issue. Like it's this a, man's got frostbite, but he won't even show up to practice. Like he needs to be out there. He really does Sorry. need to be out there. But you're right. He needs to be out there with his team. We already talked a lot about Antonio Brown, but yeah, he he should definitely be out there at least getting middle reps. At least you know you know talking with his team and getting out there. Um, let's see what else who we got here. Uh, Marcus Lee, wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had his, uh, he's, he's working on, he's got a little sore knee. Uh, so we'll see if he comes back later on. Same with DJ Alexander, linebacker. Um, he left the Thursday's game against, uh, against the Titans. Um, we heard some people, man. We heard, uh, yeah. Carson Wentz's backup quarterback. We heard his wrist. Oh man. Uh, I mean, might play a role later on in the year. Oh, update on uh, Andrew Luck, quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. His calf, he did attend practice uh, this past Sunday. He was on the sidelines wearing a red jersey. Uh, so he looks to be kind of getting back into the swing of things. Paris Campbell with his hamstring, uh, still kind of nursing that. They hope to have him back pretty soon. Man, the Colts have a lot of injuries. Eric Ebron uh, dealing with a lower leg injury. Uh, you definitely, if, if, if uh, Andrew Luck's going to be out there, really hope that he has Eric Ebron. Uh, he right, I don't had want, a resurgence last year. 
I don't want any of these guys to be uh, actually injured. But if they came down with the flu, you know, the Saturday yeah, night okay. before they played the Titans, I'm cool with that. Um, and then you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I did hear, though, I heard that Andrew Luck's calf injury is worse than they thought it was Oof. initially. And so, uh, but of course, they're going to be super cautious with that. And I heard uh, Kaneel, uh Harry, the wide receiver that the Patriots draft, you know, they, they don't have Gronk. They don't have Josh yeah. Gordon. They're kind of, you know, looking for some from some offensive weapons there for Brady. But uh, he got hurt during the preseason game the other day. He limped off the field. So I think they're hoping he'll be okay. But I'm assuming he uh, had a hammy issue as well. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, I think that seems to be all the uh, significant injuries. I mean, here on the report for the Dallas Cowboys, I'll just give some overview of that. The, um, you know, we have Amari Cooper. He missed his fifth consecutive practice. Um, looks like he's got a heel issue. I really hope that's not too too crazy. Uh, we're waiting for more news on that. Zeke, of course, is in Cabo. Um, Luke, <laughs> Luke Gifford, linebacker, uh, played fairly well, but he suffered a significant ankle sprain during Saturday's preseason game against San Francisco. Looks like we're waiting on an MRI for that. And Robert Quinn, not an injury, but a defensive end, a key defensive end that we picked up for insurance in case we weren't able to sign DeMarcus Lawrence. We were able to sign DeMarcus Lawrence, so we're going to have that two-headed monster on the ends. Uh, he is serving a two-game suspension at the beginning of the year. So hopefully by week three against New Orleans, we'll have a pretty good pass rush. But, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Two. Didn't he get hit with the uh, substance abuse thing? Yes, he did, and they, they said it's a two-game suspension. This is what this is the according to ESPN. I don't understand this rule because like like Taylor Lewan got hit with a four game, Golden Tate got hit with a four game, you know. I think another right. player did too. Yeah. Uh, so did he did he serve two games at the end of last year? Maybe maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Um, but he's got two games. He's got two games left on his suspension. Um, he should be back by week three. Uh, but of course he's still there in training camp, getting all those NFL uh, all those mental reps. Uh, but that's it for our kind of our injury report, Lucas. Uh, hope, hope to see all those guys back up on the field, especially with Nick Bosa. I, well, Nick Bosa and Andrew Luck, we, we, I, I really got to see them back out there. Theo Riddick. Theo. He's out six to eight weeks. Oh, I, I did not see Theo Riddick. My yeah, gosh. He, he was supposed to, supposed to add some depth to uh, the Broncos. We're out there trying yeah. to have that two-headed, the two-headed halfback uh, with Theo Riddick and Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And... He's out six to eight weeks, so we'll oh, see man. how that goes. I missed that one. Apologize, but that 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 definitely is a that definitely sucks for 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 the Broncos and for Theo. Hope he gets back soon. Um, Lucas, you want to talk about these rookie quarterbacks? You know, I kind of there's two of them that okay. I want to talk about, and the rest of them I don't I don't know if you know I'm not really here for all the all the Jones hype. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I gotta give I gotta give him a little bit because like the three starting wide receivers for the Giants are all out, literally. Oh gosh, yeah. And so like, I get that, but mm -hmm. it's it's one preseason game and the dude threw like five passes or six. I, th I think you got the stats. You'll tell him, but um, I do. I uh, just some stuff that I've seen. Dwayne Haskins struggled. This man. Yes. And, and their offensive line didn't help them any because they struggled the whole game. But Dwayne Haskins had a hard night. And uh, Kyler Murray, I mean, their offensive line didn't help him any either, but he can run like a cheetah. <laughs> yeah, and he can. So, yeah, I watched, uh, I watched the beginning of that game, and I, I swear it was like three passes in a row. This man, like, as soon as he got the ball, someone was coming after him, and he would roll out make a guy miss or something and then you know throw it for positive yardage yeah and stuff like that that's what that's what they're looking for and that's for sure. what you expect from him so that's uh i think kyler personally obviously the best choice in the, in the whole slew right now yeah i mean he got it for a reason right he did he did i think he showed a lot of escapability which i think um was key for the cardinals especially with their offensive line not being where it needs to be at all, not even on par with the rest of the league um, and struggling. Kyler Murray being able to kind of dip, 
duck and uh, dip and dive and and get out of those situations is definitely key. So he showed some his capability. He showed um, vision down the down the field even when he was escaping. So um, that's very good for him. He was six for seven for forty four yards. Uh, wasn't able to uh, get a score on the uh, on the first drive. They uh, didn't convert on a fourth on a fourth uh, fourth down play. Um, he wanted to get back out there after the series ended um, and play some more, but uh, new coach Cliff Kingsbury told them that uh, that he was done. He's not going to risk Kyler Murray getting hurt. They just wanted to kind. Of, they, they saw enough from him for the first series. You know, pretty good performance. Uh, right now, I'm looking oh. at this. Uh, Real quick, is, go ahead. I think I think you got to compare Kyler Murray to Russell Wilson. Just, I think so too. Saying. Stature. I, yeah. I mean style. Looks the same, style the same, and I think, yeah, he might, honestly, might be more athletic. Like Russell Wilson's obviously a better quarterback, right? I think he's, Kyler Murray, he's faster. If there is, yeah, like if he needs to, he needs to watch Russell Wilson every Sunday. All right, yeah, That's who this man needs to live to be because he could. Russell Wilson last year, every play, snap the ball to this man and let him run around. Behind the, behind the offensive line, and just run around for fifteen seconds until someone gets open. I, I I think there was at least three or four like distinct plays I remember seeing on Sports Center last year of him doing that, of him running like si- almost sideline to sideline, and then just chucking the ball up and someone came down with it. It's absolutely it's ridiculous. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm looking at this um, article by SB Nation. Uh, this is by Adam uh, Adam Stites. From SB Nation, he 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 graded these uh, six rookie quarterbacks on the performance. He gave Kyler Murray an A minus. Um, I'll take it. Six for seven, forty-four yards. Okay, Daniel Jones. Now, <laughs> here are the stats for Daniel Jones. He uh, went five for five for sixty-seven yards and a touchdown, and he put up a perfect passer rating in his first NFL action. He gives him an A plus. What? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, like that's A plus stuff. Now, I can't, I can't say anything bad about it, honestly. I mean, like that's A plus stuff, right? But I don't. But you're not sold, right? I'm, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I think that's fair because you know, Even like their coach. Yeah, their for coach sure. Came out and said, "Slow your roll." Like he, he was like, "Everyone needs to chill." You know. Yeah, he did good. He did well, as good as you could hope him to do. But however, preseason week one, defenses are very vanilla. The offensive schemes are very vanilla. Good job, Daniel Jones. But we're not sold yet. We need to see more. Uh, Dwayne, your boy, Dwayne Haskins. Oh my Terrible. goodness. Dwayne Haskins. He, he went eight for 12, 117 yards, but he also went for 40 yards the other way for a pick six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the rookie out of Alabama, Mac Wilson picked off the ball from Cleveland and took it all the way back to the house. Um, yeah, that's, that's a problem. Uh, he, his second, um, he had a bad overthrow into traffic is what is what this uh, is what Stite says. Um, his other than his interceptions, okay. Um, first play pass was a play action pass, about twenty six or so yards down the field. Nice completion, but definitely looked the worst out of him. When you throw two picks and one of them being a pick six, you're not having a good a good day. Uh, Drew Locke for the Broncos got graded a B minus. He went 17 of 28 with 180 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Do you happen to see do you happen to see Drew Lock play? Uh, I did not. I haven't seen any highlights or anything, but I did like him in college. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he can he can do the stuff. Yeah, he's competing for that number two job uh, right behind Joe Flacco. Um, so did okay. Will Greer of the Panthers got graded a C minus. Uh, Mr. Will Greer, I'm looking for his stats right now. He finished 9 of 16 uh, for 77 yards. Um, eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also an interception. So, eh, not, nothing Man, good. That's what you expect, right? Rookie quarterbacks. These are the numbers I expect to see. Yeah, honestly. I don't, and I don't see him getting any playing time behind Cam unless Cam just had a has a terrible performance or Tam just gets hurt. Unless Cam gets hurt, Will Greer's not getting it anytime soon. Oh, now here's a guy that I did not know about. Okay. All right. This is a guy named Jarrett Stidham. Okay. Drafted by New England. He got graded an A minus in this report. Uh 
Stidham completed 14 of 24 passes with 179 yards and a TD for the New England Patriots. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah. Not going to either because he's behind the GOAT. Picked up in the fourth round. People are wondering how he was available then. Uh, Seems like another big uh, pickup by Mr. Bill Belichick. We'll see how he does. Brian Hoyer did really well, went 12 and 14 for 147 and two TDs. Um, obviously, they're not going to play Brady during the preseason. Um, of course. So they, there we go. Those are the rookie quarterback performances. Um, I can't wait to see some more of Kyler Murray, uh, especially week three. Week three is kind of the dress rehearsal, right? Yep. I'll be at the Titans, I believe. Ooh. I have, I have tickets. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. That's going to be fun. Um, I hope so. We play yeah. uh, Pittsburgh, so it should be cool. Yeah, that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game, especially week three. Week three being the dress rehearsal, and, you know, the, the guys are going to play half. You know, typically typically around a half um, of football. Um, with all the starters are out there. We're, just, we're going full game speed. We're getting out there. We're going. We'll see how we do, and then we're going to pull you out the second half and keep you from getting hurt. Week four is just, all right, well, who's going to make the team? Because no starters are playing right before week one. Um, that's uh, usually how that goes. So we'll see how these guys do. We'll see how these guys progress. You know, um, Daniel Jones, I guess, looked all right. Can't really say anything bad or bad about him. Uh, Dwayne Haskins did not have that good of a performance. Uh, Kyler Murray, you know, pretty much what you expect out of him. Good eyes down the field, good capability, good vision. Um, can't wait to see more of him play. Yeah, my thing is, I'm just not, I'm not drinking the Daniel Jones Kool Aid right now. I feel right? you, man. He hasn't earned it yet. You shouldn't be drinking his Kool-Aid yet. Did good. Did fine. But a lot of people are. That's all I, I got on. I got on ESPN earlier, and there's like three articles about him, and I was like, wow. Wow is right. I mean, really. Let's wait until let's wait until he really, really shows us something that's yeah, not yeah. A, that's not in a preseason game, and then maybe we can get behind the Daniel Jones Kool-Aid. We might. We might have to we might have to start drinking it. I think so. All right, uh, Lucas. Uh, kind of what I want to move into next here is maybe some predictions for this upcoming week. Um, uh, going into uh, preseason week two here, uh, we have tonight's game as this is being dropped. We have several games actually. Uh, Eagles and the Jaguars. Who you got? Uh, wow. Okay, so Jacksonville uh, didn't score a point. <laughs> so, so I mean, you gotta, you gotta say Eagles. Um, you have to. Yeah, yeah, that's nightmare fuel, right there. I think we could both agree, Eagles, really quick. Um, I say by at least two scores in the preseason. That's a lot. Uh, moving on to the Bengals and the Redskins tonight as well. The things I'm looking for in this game: uh, Dwayne Haskins to redeem himself. Uh, I mean, you're going up against Cincinnati who me and Lucas both agreed is probably going to be the worst team in the league this year. You got to get something. Show me something. This is his opportunity to shine. He's probably going to play at least a quarter. Um, come on. Give me something, Dwayne Haskins. Compete for that Compete for that number for that number two job. Really for the starting job if he, if he really wants it. Uh, yeah. I, I expect Redskins to, to take that game. I really do. I think I agree. You know, I, Cincinnati's just, they just don't do it for me. Same. They just, yeah, I, 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 you know, I would hope they prove me wrong, but I haven't seen anything out of Cincinnati since like 2014. So they could pick it up. <laughs> bet, that'd be great. Um, there we go. We got the Jets. We got Sam Darnold and the Jets uh, with an underrated defense, I think, uh, going to play in Atlanta. Um, I expect Atlanta to have a pretty good showing. Um, I pick an Atlanta in this game. I'm going to go Jets. You're going to go the, the Jets? The Jets look good. Yeah, the Jets looked good. Um, and I think Sam Darnold is. Uh, think he's I real think deal. They're probably they're probably. I think they're going to play him, like like Matt Ryan mm-hmm. on it. I don't think he's going to play next week, and and I, I'm pretty sure Sam Darnold's going to play a quarter, at least. So, yeah, gotta give it to them. Yeah, Julio's not going to play. Matt Ryan's probably not going to play. Um, but let me ask you this question about Sam Darnold. Do you think is he is he a franchise quarterback or do you need to see more? I gotta see more. I don't know. It, it was like one game last year, and everyone's drinking his Kool Aid left and right. You know, I walk into Walmart, I go to the Kool Aid section, and the Sam Darnold packets are sold out. All right, <laughs> and, and this man is just like mediocre after that. Hey, I want the it's Jets to. That. 
I want the Jets to be good again, man. The the butt fumble is still a bad has a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, that was that was awful, of Mark Sanchez. Um, they they haven't been good since then. Uh, moving on, Packers and the Ravens. Um, you know Matt was it was Matt Lafleur's offense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers probably not going to play uh, at all. Um, with that being said, I'll probably take the Ravens in this game. Yep, I think Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is going to play. Uh, they have a couple good pieces over there. I like their defense being improved. Uh, I'm going Ravens. Last game of Thursday night. Last game tonight, which I can't wait to talk about for Hard Knocks. This is going to be good. Uh, Raiders and the Cardinals. Kyler Murray against a helmetless AB. <laughs> Out there with a pumpkin on his head or something. Dude, I don't Jackson. care what he does. He just get, get out there. Yeah, no, this man, clown, bro. Uh, I think, I think, probably the Raiders take it. Uh, the Cardinals do not have a line. It is. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I can't wait okay. to see more about Kyler Murray though, and I want to see if there's any interaction with Kyler Murray on Hard Knocks, just to kind of get, you know just to kind of see things from his perspective, too, see what he's thinking. Because um, he hasn't really talked to the media a whole, whole lot. He talked to him a little bit last week, but um, I'm curious. I'm curious. I got Raiders as well. Um, so I heard I heard that uh, Hard Knocks was incredibly boring this year. So, dude, okay. with that. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what, man. Uh, first of all, you got Gruden, right, which I, I love Gruden. He's hilarious. Um, but this, I will say – I was a little disgruntled by the Old Town Road references. I mean, these guys, I think it was two rookies. I, I can't remember. I know one of them was a rookie for sure. I think the rookie safety and this other guy. And they go horseback riding, and they're playing Old Town Road this entire time. And I'm like, man, that's the most overplayed song. I get it. It's good. It's fine. That, that That's great. Number one for record-setting weeks. Great. Fine. But I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm done. Also, they they did a mix of classical like Beethoven with black and yellow from Little Wayne to play AB's highlight highlight reel. And I know you were just cringing if you had heard heard that mix, dude. I probably would have been. I think you would have just you would just cringed up, man. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I, I mean, Hard Knocks is Hard Knocks. I like it. It's not it had, but I, the first one wasn't traditional Hard Knocks. Uh, they had the guy. It was kind of like. Drama Central, really. Like, they had the Ronald Ollie from uh, Last Chance U. They focused on him a lot, and the Raiders cut him. (laughs) Straight up. They focused on him, like, oh, how do you feel about coming from Last Chance U, this and that. It's like, oh, you know, I'm fine, doing this, whatever. And D-Line's coaching, you know, talking to him. You know, he's got got to do this, you got to do that. Okay, cool. He's out there playing, he's practicing. Then he gets hurt. And then it's like, oh, dude, that's not looking good for you. Get on the team, you know. Okay, you're getting hurt. That's fine. And then he, and then this guy doesn't show up to treatment, and the defensive uh, line coach chews him out. And and Gruden goes, if he's not even going to show up to treatment, you know, get him the bleep out of here. You know, let's get guys in here that actually want to be here. You know, bleep him. Like, and I was and like, oh, let's go. He's like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go, Gruden. And then they showed the changing out of his like locker, gave his number to somebody else. And said deuces. We'll see you later. Jeez. Yeah, they brought in another guy, and that no, dude, you know what? You want to know some savage stuff? They brought yeah. another guy, same position as him. Gruden was talking about saying that he liked him, saw some tape of him, or whatever. Brought him up, and then he comes out with the same number, and he he goes to the equipment staff. He's like, "Do we really not have a better number than that? I'm tired of seeing that number. That's a terrible number." <laughs> and he brings the guy closer. He's like, "I'm gonna get you a better number. What number do you want? <laughs> like, what that's, number do you that's, want? That's a that's a stained number." Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. I've, I've, I was like, oh my god. Okay, Gruden, let him know. I don't know. Um, let's see who's next. Uh, moving on to Friday, we only got a couple Friday games. Three actually. Bills and Panthers. I'm probably gonna go a little quicker here. I'm gonna pick the Panthers. You know, Same. the Bills. It, it, they're not really showing me much. Same with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dolphins and the Bucks. Rosen uh, versus Winston. I guess. Uh, sure, I'll go on a leap and I'll say the Dolphins. Why not? Um, I'll say the Dolphins too because I cannot stand the Bucks. I hope Jameis Winston has a terrible year, gets cut, isn't even allowed to be a backup quarterback in the league. Boom. Thank you. Uh, Bears and the Giants. Hopefully, we'll see some more from Daniel Jones. I imagine that we will. Uh, I'm taking New York in this one. Uh, I'm going to as well, just because you know, like they're like the Giants have more stuff to show, right? Like in the preseason, I feel like it's the teams that have more stuff to 
try out. Like they're going to have the better players in longer. And I, I feel agree. like those are really the teams that win. Bears the much Patriots. better. Right. Real quick, the Patriots absolutely slaughtered the Lions last week. Oh okay. yeah, it wasn't even close. No, <laughs> it was really bad. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. With um, these like these better teams, they're not uh, you know with exception of the Patriots, they're not really going to show a whole lot. They're not really going to tip their hat or tip their hand to anybody. They're going to play who they need to play, see what they need to do with schemings, and but they're not going out there trying to win that game. The Giants are trying to win that game. They're trying to build hype around people trying to to be there. Yep. Uh, you know, and buy tickets. They're they're trying to put butts in seats, and they really are going to try and show more and feel out more because they need to try different things out. So, Bears better team. Giants can take the win. Uh, moving on to Saturday's game, we got a whole list of them. Uh, go, I'm going to go quick here. Browns over the Colts. I have. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, um, they yeah, they uh, they play and luck ain't. Yeah, there you go. Pretty simple. Pretty. Oh, here we go. Patriots and Titans. I'm going with Tennessee. Ooh. It's home. I might I might be going to it, too. It's Saturday night. Uh, going to Tennessee. I'm having faith in you, Luke. Don't you let me down. you got to say Tennessee because who's our backup quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. Like, yeah. This man is a proven starter in the NFL. He's not He's not a starter now, but he does have like 20,000 yards or something, you know. I will uh, say, yes, week, week one with, with the Titans game, the offense went through Adam Humphreys. He had like seven catches in a row. Actually, I think it was like five, but still. <laughs> uh, I believe Dude's I believe he was targeted. Uh, so Mariota threw the ball six times, mm-hmm. and Adam Humphreys was five of those targets. Yeah. Um, and so Adam Humphreys caught four of them, and then another one was on a fourth down, and he was double covered. No one was open. Uh, and so like, yeah. yeah Adam Humphreys is going to be special this year I'm picking Tennessee that's my upset of the week Chiefs and Steelers I'm picking the Chiefs Uh, the Mahomes magic is real yeah I need you uh, I need you to find out while we're talking about this I need you to find out if Patrick Mahomes played most of that game because someone told me today that he played almost the full game and I told him they were delusional I I don't believe that I don't think he did but let me look it up my gosh! And, and then I just want to—I just want to question what's going on. <laughs> why? Why are you playing the reigning MVP more than one drive? Why? Why is he even playing? Honestly. Oh no no no! He only played one drive. Andy Reid yanked the franchise quarterback before he could get hurt. Mahomes finished four for four for sixty-six yards. Okay. He was only well, in I'm seventh glad. place. I'm glad that I was just talking to some clown. They yeah, you're, like you're, people. Yeah, you were just talking to some clown. Andy Reid said he got all uh, said all that he needed to see from there. He went four for four. Um, he was only in seven plays because they crossed off every box. They scored in seven plays. Mahomes magic is real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Last one is Saturday. Actually, no, it's not the last one is Saturday. But we have the Lions and the Texans anyway. Uh, the degenerates of the league. Actually, they're not yeah. really the gen- the generous. The Lions, yes, Texans. Uh, they have more hope. I'm picking Lions Houston. Oh, really? I'm picking Houston. Nope. I'm picking Houston. Negative. Hashtag Texas. Hashtag Texas strong. Uh, Cowboys and the Rams finishing up our Saturday schedule. I'm picking the. I'm picking my boys, man. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta show confidence in the guys. I'll pick the boys too because my get man it. Pollard. All right, I'm. I'm rooting for Pollard to be good. Look. 80-yard touchdown run, first play. Yeah, Boom. and just a silent middle finger to Zeke. That's exactly what that would be. <laughs> and Zeke's on the next plane. Um, <laughs> Saints and the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go Drew Breesy. Um, I'm going to say Chargers just because there's a halfback kind of dispute going on here, right? There you is. A, yeah. You got Eckler, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to come out trying to prove some stuff. Oh, okay. Right, prove see. that. If Melvin Gordon's gone, he can run the ball. He did a good job last week. And so I just don't see the Saints, you know, like they're not going to have the big guns the whole time. And I think I think the Chargers are going to have some big guns out there a little longer. So, Okay. I think the okay. Very good, very good. Uh, Seahawks, Vikings. I'm going to take Minnesota. Uh, I think I'm also going to – I'm going to go Seahawks. 
because you just like to the halfback of the halfback thing there. No, no, I've been going with you some, but I mean, you know, you got Rashad Penny and Chris Carson got to prove some stuff. Okay. All right, Niners Broncos. I'm going with the Niners. Yes, same. Yeah, that's Monday night to end out the end out the preseason week. Um, Very good, very good. Uh, I will say as we're as we're kind of starting to kind of wrap this up a bit. Um, I'm going to give my fantasy sleeper of the week. Um, and I made it, I did a tweet and I did a little Facebook post about him, but my fantasy sleeper of the week is, uh, is actually from the hall of fame week. I thought he played pretty well and he played pretty well in the second oh. game is Noah Fant tight Whatever. end, tight end from Denver. Dude is four. He's uh ran a four five forty. Super long arms. I can definitely see him as being a security blanket and under the radar pickup late in round, say seven or eight. Um, easy right, pickup. This is going in the Jackson's hot takes. It's, this I is need a to hot know, take. like, what do you define? Like, is he going to emerge as a top five fantasy no. tight end? Top no, end? but but he's gonna. You know, he's not going to be a top five fantasy tight end. But he's a sleeper in the case in the sense of you pick this guy up late. And he's going to produce points for you in an emergency situation. I feel like he could be a great backup tight end. So he's going to be top twenty. Mm. You're expecting him to be between like, okay, look in a fantasy. No, okay, I might have to reword that then because yeah. I actually expect this guy to be a top ten uh, tight end this year. Because like, if you're looking, if you're looking at fantasy, you know, like I don't think most people are in leagues above ten, really. Right. And so, yeah, I expect him to be a top, top ten tight end. 10 tight ends. And then, so top 10? All right. Top 10 tight end this year. Put up my hot take. Book it. For fantasy. All right. You're delusional. Noah Fant, right? Noah Fant. Tight end for Denver. Long arms. Yeah. Joe Flacco can't throw a ball. Okay. (laughs) Hey, he's got a ring, bro. He's got a ring. Right? May have been back in 2012. That might have been seven years ago. But that's beside the point. Besides the point. who, Who is his middle linebacker? Um, uh, 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 Ray Lewis? No, yeah, you know, well, only, only the probably the, the best yeah. linebackers ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Reed in his prime. Yeah. 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 Ed Reed was, uh, yeah, that defense was nasty that year. It was ridiculous. Um, speaking of the Ravens defense, man, they kind of degraded this year. What we'll ha- we might have to touch on that later on in the year, depending on how they play. But I really think, you know, they lost Suggs. I'm, I'm expecting that to lost Mosley yeah. picked up by the jets. Yeah. Ravens, um, they did pick up. They have they have a very deep secondary though. They picked up Earl Thomas. Um, they got a couple other guys over there in corner, and then some guys competing for the nickel spot. Uh, so a deep secondary, but the, the their front seven is not too not too great. Um, but yeah, man, no fan. That's my fancy sleeper. Do you have a fancy sleeper for this week, Lucas? Um, because guys are going to start dra- people are going to start drafting here pretty soon. I imagine the next week or two. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, sorry. Excuse me. I'm a so just off the top of my head, this guy's not a sleeper, uh, but I feel like he's kind of maybe underproduced, not been where people expected him to be recently. I think yeah. Cam Newton returns to his Ooh. top five fantasy quarterback. Top respect. five fantasy quarterback. Yeah, well, what? I mean, like this, is, and it's fantasy. It's different, all right. Because you're you right. Think, like, it's Tom not top Brady's five. The goat, but yeah, he ain't. A... He ain't exactly a fantasy goat. Right? Correct. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think he can compete for a top five fantasy position. I need you, I'm need. i going to need you to get the nerve and to, 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 to grow a spine and give me a fantasy sleeper or a fantasy hot take of somebody that no one's heard of. No one's heard of Noah Fant, and I'm betting on him this year. Everyone's Cam heard of Newton. Noah Fant. I watched the draft. That's all I heard. Noah Fant from Idaho, the number one tight end coming into the draft. Cam like, Newton was an MVP in 2015. I hope he returns. Don't get me wrong. I said he wasn't a sleeper at the beginning of it. Like, I didn't know we were doing this, okay? I need an advance. <laughs> um, all right, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of a sleeper. Uh, it's, uh, you, you gave Chris your hot Carson. take. Boom. Who? Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Uh, oh. Halfback for Seattle. Got hurt last year. I really think he could come out as a good fantasy bat. They haven't had a good fantasy back in a while. Um, since since Lynch. I think I think he could come out. He's a sleeper. Uh, hmm. You gonna Anyone show else? Me up? Calvin Ridley. All right. I think Calvin Ridley's a sleeper. And I also think Corey Davis with the Titans is a sleeper. 
He's going to show me up and he's going to give me three sleepers right there at the end. I mean, you that, know, off the top uh, of my head, all right, I can't help it that I'm just way better than you. Okay. You're at the top of the mountain. You're only halfway up. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode two of the go for two podcast. Some good news. We are now on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, uh, radio cloud, something on everything. We're on everything. We're on eight different platforms. We're on YouTube, SoundCloud, we're in your dreams. Okay. Platforms. Ah, Give us a listen. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Leave a like. Leave a five-star rating and we'll read yours. Five. If you leave a five-star rating, we'll leave, we will read your five-star rating live here on the show. All right. Thank you guys so oh, much. Oh, oh, real quick. Wait. Yes. And also, uh, here in about uh, three weeks, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, mm-hmm. I will be moving back into my dorm and yeah, we, will yeah. start, we will start doing the cams. We're going to have the uh, the face cams on. I love the cams. We record these and then we'll be able to upload them on YouTube so you can actually watch some of our reactions and stuff. Like when Jackson was talking that nonsense about Peyton Manning not being he, the okay. number two quarterback. But, you know, anyways, like that. It's not like I gave argue. you a scrub number two answer. Yeah, so I said Joe Montana. Okay. Yeah, all right. Get out of here. Anyways, definitely uh, everyone, if there is anyone listening, please check that out. Uh, I think that'll be really cool, entertaining, and, you know, our information may be terrible and we might be boring <laughs> right now. But if you've seen the way I look at Jackson, says some of this stuff. You would be laughing nonstop. Can't can't wait for the cams. I can't wait for the cams. This guy's so mean to me. Guys, thank you much for listening. That's a wrap.